Why do some people get everything they want and some people don't? Are they luckier? Are they smarter? Are they better looking? Maybe, but that's not why. You see, why is how they think. Because everything in life, as it relates to humanity, is here. It starts here, it ends here. I'm a big fan of first principles. Trying to deduce everything that is a maybe or everything that we don't know for sure. Remove it, get rid of it, and go down to the basics. What do we know for sure? One plus one equals two, gravity, certain laws of physics, thermodynamics, and then take those foundational principles, that bedrock, that foundation, and think up rather than thinking down. Elon called this reasoning from analogy versus reasoning up from first principles. Your results in life compared to somebody else's results can be thought of just like this. Go down to the first principles. What are the things in your life that you do or don't do based on how you think or don't think? And how do those connect to other things in your life and results or lack of results? And people that are further along than you that you might compare yourself to. Now, aside from circumstance and luck and things like that, for sure, that's definitely a thing. But their luck has nothing to do with your luck or absence of luck. Because maybe they created that luck or they set themselves up to take advantage of that luck. Luck, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. It's simply what you do, which is based on how you think. And the fundamental thing to think about here, the foundational principle of human growth, development, and achievement can be, can be distilled down to one of two ways of thinking. Fixed or growth thinking. Or you could say scarcity or abundance thinking. Now the definition of a fixed versus a growth mindset is simply fixed beliefs, I'm just not good at something, I can't do it, it's too hard, whatever. It is a learned helplessness, giveaway agency, it is what it is, accepting of the thing or the situation or whatever. Growth on the other hand is, let me figure this out. What can I do? How do I experiment? How do I pivot? How do I do something else? And the core difference is, when you have a growth mindset, you know that if you want something, you go and get it. And if you aren't going to get it, then you don't get it, then it's your fault slash responsibility. Whereas fixed mindset, very much falling into the victim realm where things happen to you, you don't have any control, the world's unfair, so on and so forth. Generally, and not even generally, but I mean, for sure. <laughs> generally, actually not even generally, for sure. Those that have created success for themselves have had a growth mindset. Maybe not on everything, but at least as it relates to the thing that they've done or created in the world to become successful. Another true statement is those that continually are the victim and bad things continually happen to them, and maybe not with all things again, but at least with the consistency of their lack of success or of them being a victim is the result of fixed thinking. My recommendation is to try to apply growth mindset to every single thing in your life. You're not gonna be perfect. Some things you're gonna have past traumas and thought patterns and you're gonna be kind of fixed in your thinking around certain topics or subjects or people or whatever. And sometimes you're gonna be 
just fixed thinking within something that you kind of have an overall growth mindset around. The key is to continually identify those fixed thoughts and then ask yourself, question it, analyze it. How can I not think like this? Or what is the upside here? What is the opportunity here? Closed is definitely more fixed. Closed, you could think of as closed as fixed. A closed mind, a fixed mind. Growth, open growth. Just like abundance, opportunity, growth, open. Fixed, scarcity, afraid, fear-based, victim-based, learn helplessness, that's fixed, that's closed. And you wanna move as much this way as possible. Read quotes. Here's a perfect example of this that illustrates it, but it's kind of subtle. Albert Einstein said, it's not that I'm so smart, it's that I stay with problems longer. Now this is coming from what some people would consider the smartest man to have ever lived. But is that true? Is he the smartest? Or is he the most obsessed with the core thing he was obsessed with, which was basically as much of the day thinking in his head, doing thought experiments around quantum, uh, physics, mechanics, gravity, speed, light, the speed of light, etc. And then years of doing that, finally coming to E equals MC square. This is from, and this quote is from Carol Dweck. She wrote the book, I believe it's called Growth Mindset. It's about this idea of growth first fix. She really coined it with research with students. In a growth mindset, challenges are exciting rather than threatening. So rather than thinking, oh, I'm going to reveal my weaknesses, you say, wow, here's a chance to grow. This is obviously very muddied when you get like human ego involved and you get, you know, comparing yourself to others and things like that. That's why it can be hard here because when you have a growth mindset, you're going to fail a lot. You have to be willing to look like a fool and to feel like a fool. And a lot of people can't handle that, which is why you see everybody nowadays talking about like failure, fail fast, uh, embrace failure, this and that. The goal isn't to fail. Like if you could get it on the first try, go, go get it. But you're probably not. And so if you want to get the thing, you have to be willing to go through that. It's just like a child that is growing up trying to learn how to walk. There's no feeling of shame or fear. That child wants to walk. It's designed to walk. It will walk. So it doesn't even enter his or her. It doesn't even enter that. And it, so it doesn't even enter the child's mind that they. So it doesn't even enter the child's mind, the thought that, Maybe I just can't walk, or maybe I'm not meant to walk, or I just can't walk, it's too hard. It doesn't even go there. And so much of growth versus fixed mindset is a result of our upbringing, cultural indoctrination and propaganda, modern schooling, etc. Topic for another day. The key is you got to identify it. Now, I will say on that note, if you've grown up with parents that have encouraged you and fostered even off an if you've grown up with parents that have either themselves have more of a growth mindset or they fostered it in you, maybe on accident, maybe on purpose, you're going to have a much easier time with this idea. And you're probably already naturally more of a growth-minded person. But if you didn't, you're going to have to do more work. But here's the thing. This is where duality comes in, which is why I don't like victim Olympics. I don't like comparing myself or other people to other people or anything like that because everything is dualistic. Everything is relative. If you grew up with parents that hammered into your mind that you should have a fixed mindset and you do or whatever, then when you overcome that and you change your thinking in your life, you're going to appreciate it more because it's so obvious where you came from. It's so obvious how hard it was. 
that proof of work, that energy that you invested in that thing is directly connected to the appreciation of it later. Somebody that grew up with a growth mindset, they may not even realize how awesome it is because they've never really thought with a fixed mindset in their entire life. So maybe they are successful because it comes naturally, but then they don't appreciate it as much. They didn't have to work for it as much. And on that note, because I know I'm derailing a little bit here, and on that note, because I know I'm sidetracking here, you find that people that get overnight success or go viral overnight generally squander it because it's almost like a violation of nature. They didn't have to invest the energy to, they didn't have to invest as much of the energy or time into the thing. So when they get it, they don't appreciate what they have because they didn't have to invest as much time to appreciate it, right? Again, duality here. And so what you find is a lot of people that that happens or it happens very quickly, they either go crazy, they go off the deep end, or they just squander it and sabotage themselves, or they make bad decisions because they don't know how to handle, in the case of athletes, they get a bunch of money. They've never had money in their entire life. They just play a sport, then they get money, and the people around them come and basically suck them dry. They make bad investments. The money managers steal the money, so on and so forth. And then the money's gone because they didn't go through the years and years and years of earning that money like the hard way and like tracking every dollar and really looking at your net worth and doing all those things that us self-made people that kind of are doing it the grindy way, right? We we really know how to hold on to it when we spent the time trying to get it. Now, this isn't universal. Some people come up as athletes, get a bunch of money, and then they do amazing things with it. But I would say that those people are growth-minded, and then they take that skill that they apply to sports, which was getting good at sports through a growth mindset, through effort, right? Almost everybody at sports has a growth mindset in some way. They've, they've identified that they have to train and practice and recovery. They've identified that they have to... They've identified that... They've identified that they have to train, rest, recover, take feedback from coaches and people like that. And so they've built a growth mindset, even if on accident, because that's the only way you become world-class. Even if you're a genetic anomaly, you still have to do the work over and over and over for years on end. And you only do that if you have a growth mindset, at least related to your sport. So some people take that and apply it to their wealth. They get a bunch of money from a $7 million contract and then they really study money and finances and investing and maybe they start businesses, et cetera. So here are a few actionable tips. Here are a few actionable tips for this. So first thing you start doing is Embrace challenges. Take challenges in and completely reframe. So instead of saying, oh, this is hard, I don't want to do it, be like, yes, I'm going to train, I'm going to get better, I'm going to learn, I'm going to burn calories, I'm going to get stronger, build muscle, whatever it is, embrace it. Two, setbacks. If you dwell on them, that a setback has happened and that you're here now, and woe is me, poor me, that's victim-fixed thinking. If you take that and you say, wow, I have a very important data point and I have an opportunity because now I don't have to do that thing again and waste more time, energy, and money. I have one more data point, one more potential stepping stone to get to where I want to go. You start becoming more open to feedback or you should because you should think I want to grow, not I want to protect my fragile ego. Focus on effort and progress. The more that you move to a growth mindset, the more you realize that it's all about effort. It's all about what you invest, what you learn, what you try, time, energy, money, perseverance. And then you do that. And then it becomes who you are. And then when you generate results in your life, you appreciate them more than somebody that didn't or that was 
given to, or that it was given to. And then finally, be compassionate with yourself along the way. It's good to be hard on yourself at times. Like when I don't work, I can sometimes feel guilty, but then I realize the importance of just being in the moment, spending time with kids, relaxing, and I realize how important that is to creativity and actually doing my best work. And so you find that nice golden mean, as Aristotle said, that nice balance that's somewhere in the middle of each extreme of each pole. And then you kind of, over time, build a much healthier relationship with it. And then when you identify the importance of doing the hard things, being patient, thinking long-term, and proof of work investing, like investing that proof of work, that energy into the thing, and that's what you do. You embrace the journey, and when you get to a destination, well, that's fun for a bit, and then you're pretty much off to the next destination, and then what you realize by doing this is that it's all about the journey anyways.